morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness for Real, the podcast where we talk about all things wellness. I'm your host. My name is Marlena, and if you're new here, welcome. We have so many amazing episodes, so make sure you go back and check those out as well. We talk about everything on this show. I was inspired to start this podcast after uh, finally finding success in my own weight loss and wellness journey uh, by finally shedding all of the toxic diet culture bullshit and just embracing finding what works for me. So we share other people's stories, uh, tips, tricks, all the things, um, and we talk about it all. So buckle up, y'all, because it's about to get real. morning bitches and welcome back to wellness for real for another episode of monthly moments with mar and brit i'm mar and i'm brit (laughs) what's up girl man so much (laughs) yes so the monthly show where we recap all of our goals in our life and all the crazy shit that's going on (laughs) month to month right uh so april was um came with a lot of big changes for both of us yes yeah so i don't know do you want to start well just to give a small little recap of april i feel like it was probably one of the most difficult months so far for me for a long time um i don't know i feel like it started off great i have more on my plate this past month than i have had in a long time so there's been some areas of struggle and some positive things too but it's just kind of been like a whirlwind over here yeah do you want to talk about that more like yeah what were were your goals going into April so initially my goals were to focus mainly on like you know my gluten and dairy free and my workouts and all that um and I feel like starting off in the month everything was going really well with that um and I still feel like I'm doing pretty good with that, despite what I have had been going through this past month. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And you also went to Florida as well, right? Oh, I did a lot. Um, So, (laughs) (laughs) like, the first week, it was like like a freaking bam, like, with with my goals. Like, I was doing my gluten, dairy-free, all that. I went on vacation. Um, I went to go see the kids, the uh, Charlie and Nick, my two oldest in the open adoption. And I had like ordered my um, like my food from Walmart the night before just to make sure I stay on track. I still did my workouts there um, when I was there. And it, it was a really good time. I was, it's always a good time when I go down there. It's almost like a, um, how do you say it? Like peacefulness kind of like in my heart you know what I mean like that that life is just their life is good and everything is good and it just sometimes gives me that reset that I need to refocus on my goals you know what I mean like how I want to move down there and all that so it was definitely necessary but leaving uh some unexpected things happened that didn't really leave me with good feelings (laughs) (laughs) So, so you mentioned that you did a Walmart order and I just want to touch on that because I feel like that's one of those little pre-planning things that you can do, especially when you're traveling, that can really make or break your success. Like that's something that I do everywhere I travel. Like I make sure that I pick up groceries and that doesn't mean I'm not going to like enjoy other <laughs> things or have, you know, some indulgent meals or whatever, but like 
being able to have like your staples and the things that you know that are going to satisfy you and keep you full and keep you like on plan, whatever your plan is. I mean, like keep you aligned with your goals is just so um, like it just will help you so much. So, literally, literally. Like, like, and you can you can set like a Walmart order or like a um, what's the other one that you can do like at different grocery stores? Well, I know you can do Instacart. Instacart, regardless yes. Of, Instacart, know, yeah. You can find a gro- regardless of where you're traveling. You can find a grocery <laughs> store and pre pre shop, you know, and set it up for like the day you get there, literally, you know, so that you can ha- you can do that. Like, I mean, I've done it like weeks in advance. Yeah, yeah, I literally did it at twelve forty five in the morning before I was supposed to be up at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> to catch my flight. Like, I was literally finishing up. I had, I think it was like four orders, and I was up till twelve thirty in the morning trying to get everything packaged so that way. Like, I could ship everything out and then have Mario ship stuff out. And I was laying in bed. And, of course, like, it's like I drank, like, 12 cups of coffee the night before I'm leaving for vacation. I can't ever sleep. So I'm laying there. And I'm, you know, I I did my Walmart order. So I made sure to change the location to where I was going. And for a couple hours after I land um, and really just put in, like you said, those staples yeah, it it helps so much. Like I've even had like I've done my orders and then like say I'm getting like taking an Uber from the airport, like I'll do a second stop to have the Uber stop at Walmart to like pick up my groceries <laughs> on my way to my Airbnb. You know, just doing that little um like step, like that can really help you so much when you're traveling. So I just agree. a little tip for anybody else because I know you do that too. So I just wanted to touch on that. Yeah. I mean um, like I feel like too when you're on vacation, like you just it's like bills don't exist anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you just and you have at least for me, like I know that I like to make impulsive decisions when I'm on vacation and a lot of that being food. So like if I can at least have a little grip on what I have, it you know, within arm's reach, then that won't make me feel like I'm eating anything and everything I've ever thought of while I'm there. Totally. <laughs> and for me, it's just like not like going into situations like not starving. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like making yeah. sure that I'm fueling my body when I like when I'm hungry and that you know early in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and like going into situations already fueled. Like, yeah, then you'll have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Like, you're a lot less likely to, like, way overdo it, Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. I still had, like, the dairy-free, like, yogurt, the frozen yogurt place. I still did things. I tried. I had Culver's because we don't have Culver's around here. Like, I still had mm-hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> I you love know? Culver's so much. <laughs> Culver's is my love language (laughs) and it's so funny you say that because last weekend we traveled and we actually had Culver's twice while we were on the road it's so good but it's worth having every once in a while and they have gluten-free buns there I was so excited there was a sign that said gluten-free buns I was like holy crap this is made for me (laughs) (laughs) how was the gluten-free bun at Um, Culver's well I thought it was a little weird because like so it comes in like plastic packaging and they put like they put the the burger with like the you know the stuff the condiments all that in the box so you have to assemble it yourself so i thought that was initially weird but the bread but that makes sense though because they don't want the buns to be contaminated i'm oh, sure for people who true. are like celiac you know people yeah. who have like severe gluten allergies so yeah. that makes sense but i suppose that is kind of weird like 
I guess I just from a restaurant you have to put it together yourself (laughs) I guess I just like didn't expect it so I was like what how am I like my hands are gonna get all dirty I don't know it ended up working out though I put the top bun on it flipped that bitch over and put the bottom bun on it and we were good so there you go adapt (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so uh you know, I set up with my vacation with having like my staples in the house and that at least made me feel in control. And it was so much fun when I was there. I did things with the kids and when they were in school, um, me and Alexa, Alexa is their biological child. Um, She's 18 now or 19, one of those two. It's crazy. But so anyways, I did a lot of things with her. We went kayaking together Um, we went to like a local brewery and, um, there was like a concert going on. So we went to that when the kids were asleep and we tried crumble cookies for the first time. Oh, what did you think? Girl, I thought I was going to die of diabetes on my way home. (laughs) (laughs) Literally, my heart was racing. I was like, oh my God, I feel like I'm on crack right now. Like it was just crazy, but it was so freaking good. Like I felt. I felt like I was part of the Instagram crew that tried it. I was like, oh, my God, I I got to try it. But it was so good. Also, extremely happy there isn't one local to me because the fact that they push out different types of cookies every week would literally have me there every week. So, yeah, see, I felt uh, maybe my experience with crumble was a little bit different. I mean, the cookies were good, but Mm -hmm. I wasn't like. I wasn't floored by them. Like, yeah. I didn't think that they were anything like crazy special, but I guess I see the like how they constantly change their flavors and they're always like doing different things. It's a good be- business tactic. I mean, it is very smart. And then, especially with the social media aspect, yes. like it makes gives people that FOMO, like, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm missing out on this week's cookies. That's me. That's me. I'm that person. <laughs> Now, the sugar cookie, the pink one, I guess they're getting rid of it. I don't care for that one. As a matter of fact, I think my cookies taste better than that cookie. But um, (laughs) your cookies are amazing. (laughs) They're so good. I'm just glad I can't eat them because if I did, I'd be in trouble. When I first started out, I was eating at least two for every dozen, and that was bad. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, their cookies were good. Um, at the time, they had what was it? Um, they had a New York cheesecake one. That one was really good. Very, very sweet. Um, it was like a berry one with like I don't know some kind of whipped topping on top. It was pretty good. But, anyways, definitely something that you. I mean, you would have once in a while. But I'm just glad it isn't local to me, for that reason. Uh- <laughs> you're but, like I can't go get more so that's perfect <laughs> yeah it literally worked out I tried um I've been on like an acai bowl kick so I found like this one of Tampa Bay's like best acai bowl places and so we went there a couple times I really just I don't know I guess I was trying to have some more like experiences and memories and stuff with them so we yeah. we, did, we did quite a bit um went to the beach and yeah so and then a couple hours before I was going to fly home, me and Mario kind of hit a wall in our relationship. And I'm not going to go into too much detail to talk about it because there are like I put a lot of information out there about what I'm doing with my life. But I feel like this is one of those things where like I need to figure we need to figure shit out on our own without having people's two cents in it. And totally. Um, And I also think that, like, when it comes to things like that, it really comes down to, like, you two. And as much as, like, I want, uh, you know, as much as I I like to have people know that, like, stuff is normal in life to go through, I just think this is one of those things that, like, 
you don't really talk about too much I guess in a sense at least for me right right now um, yeah you know when I'm... you're going through it mm-hmm. it can be really difficult and obviously like you want to still respect like the father of your children exactly. and, and your in your privacy and you know um, I think it's just important that um, people just kind of understand that like it's okay to keep things to yourself if that's what's yeah and and it's crazy because I have people stalking my Facebook to find out what's going on and then messaging me on Instagram telling ask me if me and Mario broke up and I'm just like can you just give me some space and leave me the fuck alone like <laughs> And also, like, life is not, life is not that black and white, you know what I'm saying? Especially when you're in a relationship and um, you're sharing your life with somebody. And, you know, I've shared, um, you know, uh, if you guys haven't listened to the Marriage for Real episode, like, Adam and I shared a lot of things that we went through early on in our marriage um, and just, like, troubles and splitting up and things like that. Um, and like trust it's a lot easier to talk about and share those things once you're through them yeah and, exactly and or on the other side of it but like if you had asked me to talk about that stuff when I was going through it like yeah yeah it's a whole other thing. like go fuck yourself it's a whole <laughs> other thing too and uh, you know I will say that like this isn't like it's not all just our relationship I think a lot of it is me at this moment um, I'm realizing especially when I was in Florida I realized Um, And it's crazy five years later that I'm realizing this, but I think I'm having, I think I need to go to therapy number. Well, I think everyone needs to go to therapy, but I do think that I need to go to therapy um, for having been through the stuff with adoption. I feel like my subconscious puts up a block uh, naturally with my own kids. And I think it's a result of going through the adoption, not wanting to have a connection with them and my family just simply for fear of losing them. And I, it's not that I think that I'm going to lose them. I think that my subconscious is naturally like that way because I forced myself to put up that block going through the adoption. And it's crazy that, you know, five, six years into this like I'm just now kind of realizing it and it has me feeling lost in my life right now um slightly I feel like I'm questioning everything that I'm doing uh I'm questioning situations that I'm in and I don't know I've talked to just a couple people um about you know relationships and I was talking with Sherry and Paul about it and they said that kind of at this point like six seven years and sometimes you do hit like that type of kind of like phase where you're like questioning things or whatever so really I think there's a some things that I need to work through now that's not saying me and Mario are like split it's just we're going through a rough patch right now where like we're trying to figure shit out and I know a lot of it is me and I'm in my own head right now and I think that's why therapy for me maybe couples therapy for both of us would definitely be beneficial in the situation that we're in yeah, for sure. And going through everything that you've been through. And if you guys have, have not listened to Britt's episode, her first time on the show. Um, oh, what what is the title of it? I think it's Britt Brit Brings the Real. Yeah. Or, <laughs> um, but you share you, the entirety of kind of your adolescence and leading into your teenage pregnancies and giving your kids up for adoption and like that's a lot. And there's yeah. a lot of trauma that you're carrying with you from all of those experiences. So and I think I'm really that... proud of you for like recognizing that it's affecting you and that, you know, you deserve to like 
work on that and heal that part of you. Thank you. I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like subconsciously a lot of times we just kind of push these things back and not even like you think you're fine you know and you think that you've worked through things but I think sometimes we tend to just push those things back and they come out in other parts of our lives and you don't realize it until you realize it and I'm realizing it now (laughs) totally until it's like smacking you in the face yeah pretty much (laughs) and like and aside from that too like you know Um, I'm extremely goal driven with all I feel like with all aspects in my life like whether that be fitness whether that be making money like I've always been that way and I feel like I, I I still am struggling to find balance between focusing on that and focusing on family time and I think that has also played a part in what I'm struggling with right now because I want to make money I want to be successful I want to do these things and that's not saying that I don't care to spend time with my family I just feel like it's easy to make yourself busy in the present moment and then look back and say wow like five months I've been doing this and I haven't done all these other things and then guilt starts to come in so it sucks because I'm extremely goal driven, but I need to find a balance, but I also want to make money. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's kind of, I'm in the middle totally. of that. I'm in the middle it of can, that. I feel like specifically as women, you know, it's like if we are raising a family, like we have kids, we have responsibilities, but we also have like career goals and all of these things. It's like, whatever you're focusing on, something else is going to suffer. Like mm-hmm. that, that's just the way it is. Um, and just trying to figure out how to like overcome that constant guilt that we feel. Mm-hmm. Cause like, if you're okay, if you focus, if you move your focus on something else, like something else is still like, you still have to Lacking. take away from a- another area. Right. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, no matter what we fucking do. Yeah. It's there's always-, always that guilt lingering. It always you know? is. And you know what? I mean, uh, it's crazy. I found myself a couple of times throughout this month thinking, damn, I want to go to a bar and have a couple of drinks. And that's the old mindset starting to come back in. And I just tell myself, like, what the fuck am I thinking? Like, who, who is that thinking that inside my brain? And I'm like, wow, this is still a small piece of me from back then that still decides to show up. But I am still proud of myself for not giving into that. Um, and, you know, sticking hold with, you know, my goal from this month and continuing my workouts and whatnot. It's really been a good source of um, release for me, I guess you could say. Hey, and that's what you got to do, right? Yeah. Get get through it. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, and then also aside from that, I had some crazy stuff happen with um, my ex uh, with the kids with open adoption. And I'm not going to go into too much detail about that, but Um, he did get arrested for being intoxicated and he killed someone and, uh, it's, that's also been weighing heavy on me too. Um, this happened about a week ago and I have been in contact with, um, I've been in contact with him and his family and friends and it's, it's really kind of a messed up situation because, I mean, ultimately, I guess what had happened is, um, a 19 year old girl was coming from a house party and she decided to cross a major highway where you're not supposed to be walking um, at 1:30 in the morning and I guess a car next to him had swerved to avoid hitting her and he ended up swerving resulting in hitting her because of the car next to him swerved and I guess um, he ended up 
getting arrested for, I mean, he had, I think he had four or five drinks in his system. They never did blood work. They took him to the hospital, um, but they are charging him with intoxication, uh, manslaughter with a vehicle. And he's like freaking out because um, he's autistic. He doesn't understand really. I, I mean, I guess everything that's going on and his dad's having to talk for him. And it's just this whole situation. I guess he was put on, um, what is it called? Uh, suicide watch because okay. he tried to kill himself a couple days ago and i like i don't i'm not in love with him anymore he's my ex he's he put me through all that bullshit that we talked about um but he is still the father of my kids and i still care about him and i don't want to see someone kill themselves so it's just kind of messing with me a little bit i was a little upset about it but there isn't much i can do you know what i mean given the situation you drink you put yourself in that situation, you know, you're stupid yeah. enough to do that. And someone died as a result. And it's really unfortunate. But that's just another thing that kind of weighed heavy on me uh, the last week. So, but yeah, I bet that's really tragic. It's so mean, awful. It's horrible because the girl's family, I guess, was they're coming after me on Facebook. <laughs> And I'm not even there. I'm not even in this situation. Like, I don't understand what I have to do with any of this simply because I'm the mother of his kids. People are saying things. So, I mean, it's it's just it's a crazy situation. So those are just kind of the negative things that have happened in this last month. Well, um, that's a fucking lot to be dealing with. Yeah, yeah, slightly. I mean, I'm just glad that I'm. I'm still here. I still, I'm still a mom. I still have my business that I'm doing. Uh, I, I can't sit here and refund everyone because I'm upset. You know what I mean? I, um, I'm still going to the gym, you know, I'm, I'm just taking things day by day and just doing what I can do to survive, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm really freaking proud of you because I know we talked kind of initially when everything kind of first hit you and everything was first going on and you were like, I, have no idea how the fuck I'm going to keep running my business and like, you know, being a mom and doing all the things that I need to do for myself. And mm-hmm. you're figuring it out. You're, you're doing your best. And that's all you can do in a season like this. Thanks. You- yeah. yeah. I, I took, a, you know, I took a week away from Instagram and, you know, I, it was nice to see that people were concerned, but I also couldn't sit there and message everyone back. And I was really just trying to focus on, staying sane and all that you know um so I do feel you know after taking that week I do feel a little bit better about things and you know I I think initially it's easy to give into your feelings and making short-term feel-good decisions but I think when you start to realize that those are only short-term feel-good decisions they're not going to benefit you in the long run and just to kind of like push through what your current situation is, eventually things will get better. But I think that is, that's kind of like the hardest part. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Because um, those, those short term dopamine rushed, mm-hmm. you know, decisions that we go to, like you said, you know, whether it's food or alcohol or drugs or whatever it is, that shit doesn't last. And it nope. only makes everything way harder. Exactly. You know, in the long run. So being able to identify that in the moment when your brain is like, do this thing, eat this thing, consume this thing, whatever it is for you and being able to be like, shut up brain. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna do this instead, because this is better for me, you know, long term, like that takes a lot of just willpower. 
it's you know and a lot of self-awareness and it is fucking hard to do in the moment it is it is and I mean I don't know I guess to me that it it kind of is self-satisfying to know that I've had that growth that I can control that feeling knowing that years ago I wouldn't have been able to like it kind of just proves like how much you have grown in your life, I guess, so to say. So totally. So yeah, that was April. Oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> and growth is fucking painful. Season it three, can... season three coming up. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I'm glad that you're getting through. Um, my April was not as. Um, as a eventful <laughs> I guess I'll say well it was eventful but in positive ways yes you have some exciting things yes <laughs> I'm literally just spent my first night in our new house I'm still <laughs> laying in my bed in my new bedroom oh my gosh oh finally all all the hard work how does it feel um surreal honestly <laughs> Because, you know, we sold our house back in November, so we've been living with my sister-in-law since December, Um, so that's five months. That's a long time to, like, be without your own home Yeah, uh, as grown-ass adults. Yeah, I can imagine. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so it was really difficult. You know, we looked at so many fucking houses and put in so many, well, not so many. We put in, this was our seventh offer lucky number seven (laughs) Um, and it's funny looking back because a lot of the houses that we put offers in on were fixer uppers like just needed a lot of work and um you know the house we ended up actually purchasing is it's a newer build you know it was moving ready it definitely needs updating um but it's stuff that we can do like over time little by little like it's nice to be able to just move into a house and just like relax. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. It must be like such a weight off your shoulders too. Yes, absolutely. Um, obviously there's new weight, right? Cause now yeah, we have yeah. a mortgage again and <laughs> we also live 45 minutes from the city. So that's like a huge adjustment. Um, we live in a very small town now, which for me is a massive adjustment (laughs) I don't think I've ever no I definitely have never lived in a town this small in my entire life so it's a different is it pretty far from where you used to live or yeah yep it's 45 minutes from where we used to live so okay and it's a yeah it's about a 40 minute drive for Adam for for work a commute for him (laughs) um but you know it's we got almost everything we wanted um you know when we sold our house we wanted to live somewhere quiet we wanted like space and land and just like some breathing room um yeah so we have that I mean we didn't get land but the house that we purchased is has like a meadow behind it so we get the feeling that we have lots of land but we don't have to take (laughs) care of it. So that's nice. That's always nice. One less thing to worry about. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, But it's wild because literally the day we closed on this house was exactly two weeks after the first time we had ever seen it. So my God, that was fast. It happened very quickly. Our, our, our lender and our realtor made it happen. Wow. That's incredible. That's like an ideal situation too. 
Yes, we were we were actually approved to close in under a week. Wow. Like it was crazy. Um, but yeah, it, so if you've never if you haven't listened to the smart home buying and selling episode, I'm just plugging so many episodes <laughs> today. But seriously, if you're interested in selling or buying a home or both, definitely go listen to the episode because there's uh, so many people are in this mindset that this is a bad housing market. Mm-hmm. And that it's that they're waiting for it to quote unquote crash and they're going to be waiting forever because it's not going to happen. Yeah. And homes are just only going to continue to increase in value. So the longer you wait, the more you're going to end up paying for a house. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, yeah, well, that's so our, my, my big ultimate goal of being back in my own home <laughs> is checked the fuck off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah that was pretty much the major highlight of April for me but I will say leading up to coming into this house like especially the last week or two um, I have been emotionally eating like so like the last week at my sister-in-law's house and my other brother-in-law and sister-in-law were in town um, celebrating their pregnancy so there was a lot of cake and sweets and like sweets are my kryptonite same <laughs> like I can legit eat cake for breakfast <laughs> I, think I would Mar- feel that's like Mario shit yeah. yeah but again with that like dopamine rush you know yeah. like I love sugar I love sweets um and I definitely indulged I had cake literally like every day for the last week <laughs> and then the week before that we were visiting my family so like I said I had Culver's twice in one weekend and like <laughs> And, and I just want to mention it because it's like, it's not going to derail anything. No, it's not going to like, I'm not going to completely revert back to who I used to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like life sometimes is that way. Like sometimes you're celebrating and for us, like celebration food is usually in the center of that, (laughs) you know, food and alcohol. Yeah. Um, which is normal, right? Like totally normal um I just I have to be very self-aware of it Mm -hmm. but now that we're back in our own house like I'm just so excited to like get back to like meal planning to the extent that I like to you know just going week by week with my meals yeah just being very like on that shit Um, I was gonna say you must feel now that you're in your house it's like it's almost like a sense of relief you must feel like so motivated with like wanting to like get the right things in your fridge and like wanting to you know what I mean like make your make your meals in your kitchen like yeah this must be all motivating for you yes I am like so just like reinvigorated (laughs) (laughs) I guess is the best way to put it yeah but I'm very excited so for me May Like, I really want to hone in on my food and my nutrition and just kind of, like, lean out a little bit, get rid of this water bloat. I mean, I'm still recovering from my surgery, too, so I bloat pretty – I hold on to water, you know, and – Mm-hmm. Um, more than I would normally. Um, so I definitely am feeling it after the last week of just like being emotional and eating all the cake, <laughs> all the things, all the things. Um, yeah, I and you know, and it hasn't been only cake. I mean, all my other meals have been like the same. It's just been like plus cake. You yeah, know? yeah, plus cake, <laughs> plus a uh, little snacks in between. Yeah, I feel that. Exactly. So yeah, I'm definitely May is definitely going to be really focused on just like 
like I said, meal planning week to week, you know, and just being on my shit and, um, yeah, flushing out this bloat (laughs) (laughs) and getting my house set up. Oh my gosh. I was going to say, are you like, are you guys buying any new furniture or anything like that for the house? Hell no. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, I just spent all this money bucks spending anymore money <laughs> oh god when you have to hand over the check for closing costs oh man and, i bet it hurts we're paying for movers <laughs> and now that we live so far out we're gonna be buying like just a cheap little like gas efficient car neither one of our vehicles are very gas efficient because we were city people we were spoiled we yeah were used to everything being you know 10 minutes away at the most you mm-hmm. know so um yeah, it's gonna be a little bit, a little bit of an adjustment period over here with that. Um, but yeah, no, we have all the furniture we need. This house is actually a thousand less square feet than our city home was. Oh, okay. Our city house was huge. It was way too big for us. It was five bedrooms. It was wow. Just, it was way too much house. <laughs> this house is the perfect amount for us. So yeah, we should be perfect on furniture and all that stuff. Um, I mean, I might need to buy like a few things, but. Yeah, no, I definitely am um, avoiding spending any unnecessary money <laughs> I don't and get back me. on saving. You know, we've been spending a lot. So, yeah, yeah, to um, real that all in. on good stuff, you know, all on investing in our future and in ourselves. But, yeah, no, I definitely I know even right now, like they didn't leave a shower curtain up. So there's no shower curtain. <laughs> And our movers come on Monday, so the day that this episode goes up, I'll be dealing with the movers, bringing all our stuff, and I'm like, I know I have a shower curtain packed. Like, I refuse <laughs> to even buy a fucking shower curtain. Hell no. Shit. The, the money hey, adds up. It does, but that's what I was going to say. Being mindful about even those small types of purchases, that stuff adds up big time. So yeah, It definitely does. So, yeah, that's why we were in this position to be able to purchase, you know, a newer, um, nicer home, um, you know, is because of, you know, just the frugal choices that we, I should say, I (laughs) made um, over the last few years and just really changing the way I look at money and spend money, you know? Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely eye-opening once you start becoming more aware. Yeah, it's it, it really is so how is your savings plan going um, in the midst of all of the shit that you're going through so um my savings has kind of been on hold to be honest um when all this shit happened with mario i ripped my paper off the fucking refrigerator i was so pissed like yeah i i don't know um aside from that i'm ha- i had major car repair i had to pay um so that took a dip into my savings and right now Things have been kind of wishy-washy. Mario just got signed into the union for the job finally. But before being signed into the union, you have to, like, call every night to see if you're working the next day. And so there's been weeks where, like, he only worked two days or, like, he worked four days or five days. And I've had to make up for that extra time. Um, So my savings, honestly, has just been on hold. Um, And, you know, I do think that, like, it's important because, you know, when I think about, oh, how much money I could have had right now, I just remember when we talked initially about me starting this and how you would say, like, you know, not every month is going to be the way you want it to be. Some weeks you're ahead, some weeks, you know, you might take a step backwards. And, you know, I just tell myself that it's okay, that shit happens. And, 
you know, I am grateful that I have, have had the money there to be able to, for instance, fix my car with a major repair, because had I not had that money, I probably wouldn't have a car. So you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of just trying to look at the situation and see the positives in, in, um, you know, in it and just kind of move forward. So, you know, I thought to myself, I think to myself, you know, maybe I should go get a second job, another job again, you know, and, and, um, do the early morning shifts again but then I ask, then I tell myself well look what happened eventually I burned myself out to the point where I couldn't even think straight in sentences and that's not realistic long term so I think I just need to continue being consistent with what I'm already doing and I'll get back on my feet again at some point um you know what I mean uh, yeah absolutely with, with that situation so that's how that's going with the savings now <clears throat> This is kind of like an extremely positive thing that I haven't talked about yet. You ready Ooh. to hear it? Yes, please okay. share. <laughs> um, hold on a second. Elena, what are you doing? <laughs> um, okay, so if you hear any noises, it's Elena in the background. But um, okay, so an extremely positive thing that I have had planned um, since February. I haven't talked about it yet. Um, I haven't talked about it on Instagram. Um, so I'm kind of like, I don't know, I guess I was kind of questioning doing this, given what I'm now going through. But I have had um, a consult for a tummy tuck, and I actually am getting one done. I have a date set for May 27th at the end of next month. So that is why I'm bringing it up now, because by the time we talk next time, I would have my surgery already done. Now, I'm sure people are going to wonder how I am managing to pay for that, given I'm my savings is kind of like staying where it's at. So I just want to put it out there that with the cost that um, I will be paying for it, I paid for it all with my income tax returns. Um, so it's almost like that money was never there. Um, so yeah, that's kind of like a random thing. So hi, yes, I have a date for a tummy tuck schedule. That's amazing. I had no idea. I'm like so shocked right now. I'm sorry. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I said I'm so shocked. I had no idea. Usually we talk about like everything. Uh, yeah, so you yeah. Didn't even tell me this. I'm, I'm like, I, I was so nervous to talk about it because I know that like people know that I'm saving and um... yeah, but like fuck people. I mean, I'm <laughs> I, with all due respect, but like seriously, people, the social media, like for some reason, people think because you share certain things in your life, like they're entitled to like to force their opinion on you yeah listen everybody can have an opinion but like you don't have to tell your opinion to people you know what I'm saying exactly and you don't have to give a shit about people's opinions either because it's your life you know what I'm saying and like you can do whatever you want but I am so excited for you I'm that's amazing (laughs) thank you so I went back because I know how life-changing it is regardless of the dollar amount like is fucking life-changing <laughs> I'm and I just feel like this and I know the last time we talked um you know I did mention about how I feel like that's kind of like the only thing that like kind of makes me feel like insecure about my body is you know my loose skin after having five babies and losing weight um so you know after I met with the doctor where where you were I, I mean I already knew I wanted to have this done at some point but I was trying to think realistically like okay 
if I spend this much, this much money going out to where you are, I'm still gonna have to pay for an Airbnb. I'm still gonna have to pay for food. God knows how long I'm going to be out there. That would cost right. probably just as much. If not, it would be a little bit less getting one done locally. So I called around, um, to a few different places. There isn't very many places out here. Um, I would have had to go to like Boston or whatnot. Um, and you know, some places I called, they, um, some places that I called, they like, they just didn't sound very nice on the phone. And my thing is like first impression, first instinct. Like if, if I'm getting like a weird vibe, even talking to you for the first time, like I'm not even going to bother. Um, totally. Gotta trust your gut. Literally. And so I've just been really listening to my like intuition almost. And I heard about a place it's called body by Z. And um, at the gym I go to, there's actually quite a few people recommended um, this office. And there was quite a few people that actually had procedures done. Um, So I set up a consult for back in February. I don't know if you remember, but I made this post one day where I was like wearing heels and I had this like, I had these jeans on and this cute crop top. Well, anyways, that was the day I went to go for my consult. I was so excited. Um, I initially had to pay a hundred dollars for the consult, but that would go towards the cost, um, of the procedure. And so I went in, the place was just so calm. So everyone was so nice and everyone was so personable. Like I make conversation with everyone. So it's not hard for me to make conversation with people, but, um, I met with the doctor. His name is Dr. Um, Jonathan Brower, I believe. Um, I believe it's Jonathan, Jonathan Brower. And, um, he's a fairly young doctor. Um, he specializes in, hold on, baby, mommy's talking. Um, he specializes in like surgeries after large weight loss, um, body contouring, stuff like that. He's board certified because my paranoid ass started doing all the research online. I wanted to know everything. (laughs) Um, That's what you got to do. Like literally I was like, I wanted to make sure he was certified because you know, you hear these scary stories of people getting all messed up and not being able to do anything afterwards. So, um, and if I'm going to spend that much money on something, you know, knowing that I may not have that much money, you know, at in my hands at another point in my life, like I want to make sure that I'm not going to get all messed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he trained with um, Dr. Z, who is he works with Dr. Z. So Dr. Z, it's his office. So they work together. Um, and Dr. Z is like rated one of America's top cosmetic surgeons and um they they both have like quite a significant amount of degrees so it all just kind of makes me feel better but I when I went in for my consult they did the pictures the side by side uh, not side by sides like the pictures of all around and it made me feel really good because when I went in he said wow you have a body shape that people come in here and pay for and that like made me feel good um <laughs> Hell yeah. I was like, and he said, um, this is only having this procedure done is only going to almost like accentuate your shape even more. And like, I already have like somewhat of a, I, I hate saying this cause I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but I already have somewhat of a waist. So this is all just going to make everything look neater and nicer. And so he had me lay on the table and um he 
did because I've had kids when you have kids it separates your abdominal muscles too and so initially you know you know it repairs your abdominal muscles when they when they do this so he laid me down or he had me lay down and he had me do the leg raises like you know you put your two legs up I can barely I can barely do that shit like that's how like weak my core is and so anyways he put his fingers on my stomach kind of in the middle and when you do those leg raises you can feel the separation of your abdominal muscles right there and so he did that and like I have a pretty significant separation between them probably from how big I get with my pregnancies yeah and um so anyways he said that you know that's gonna come in more um and initially we're just gonna be going hip to hip um and you know they cut up and around pull down and I'm gonna end up having two drains um but uh we we talked about everything like that we talked about um details of you know he's gonna be sending in prescriptions for me um, I have my pre up on Wednesday this coming week. And I know, I know. <laughs> That's so crazy. So when is your surgery? So my surgery is May 27th. It's on a Friday. It's the last Friday of this upcoming month. Wow. Yeah. That is so amazing. I'm so excited for you. It's it's crazy. And I, I don't know. I'm so excited. So when I go on Wednesday, I was going to talk with him about... Um, like things that he recommends that I do, um, in preparation. So I, um, I did obviously like I listened to your episode of, you know, initially like going into the surgery. So I did want to mention to him about, um, the things like, I think you said it was, what was it? Bromelain or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Bromelain is the, it's like the chemical that's in pineapple. Um, it's super anti-inflammatory. So it's going to, talk to him about like things like that like what he would recommend that I do yeah um and I already had all my blood work done back in February um and um I believe it was in February I got it done or it may have been last month I'm not too sure but anyways I already paid pretty much for the entire thing I just owe like 25 bucks on Wednesday so I I did two payments um half and half my surgery cost is eleven hundred dollars not eleven hundred yeah eleven thousand sorry <laughs> imagine if it was 1100 that'd be good um but yeah so i paid 11,000 i don't know i feel like 1100 would be a little sketchy <laughs> <laughs> i may be a little sketched out i won't have like a liver or some shit i mean i don't yeah know. right you wake up your kidney will be gone <laughs> but yeah so um i have that and um you know he did talk about he doesn't like to put people on a ton of pain medicine afterwards and he highly suggested edibles uh for hell yeah that's what I did afterwards (laughs) for sleeping and it was amazing it's just nice that someone cares about like not doping people up on pain medicine you know what I mean yeah for sure because opiates are scary opiates can be super scary especially if you have an addictive personality yeah that's me (laughs) (laughs) I mean I wasn't gonna say it but Shit, I will. But so anyways, yeah, we did that. Um, I'm going to order I wanted to order that same binder that you got on Amazon because I know I'm, I'm going to get fitted for one. But the one that you posted up looked pretty freaking interesting. So yeah, that one I still use it. It's that one's awesome. It's like a postpartum. Yeah. Binder, so it really gives you a lot of extra support, like where your incision is, which the binder that they put on me, like it kept sliding up. Mm hmm. So, like, it would, like, slide up above 
my incision. Like the ones they put you in typically aren't that great. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that one is amazing. So so I'm going to get that one and um, just kind of stuff to prepare for recovery. I, I have like been using your journey in reference since it's pretty recent, pretty new to maybe like things that I would need or questions that I should ask and whatnot. Um, but I, you know, Mario was the one that suggested that I got that, that I get this done because he knows how long I've been wanting to do this. And he knows, you know, I point these things out, like you bend over and you feel like you have like this whole thing just hanging in front of you. And I just feel like that is my biggest insecurity. And so he was very supportive of actually telling me that I should do that when, when our taxes come in. And yes, I could have put that money towards my savings. But I feel like in this given time, like, I could have put it to my savings, but what if I don't have this money again in the future? Like, obviously, like I will over time, but I feel like we're renting right now. I'm not stuck into a mortgage. Like now would be, I feel like I could have waited till afterwards, but ideally I don't want to be paying on all these other things and put out money for something. So might as well get it done before I'm locked into all these things and all these other payments. You know what I mean? You're, You're investing in yourself. Yeah. That's a good thing. And like, <laughs> like you said, like you've had five children. Yeah, exactly. Like you deserve to do this for yourself. And I know like, I totally get it. Like we do this thing in our brain where we have to like justify everything, mm-hmm. you know? And like, especially when you have people watching you and like, you know, doing what you're doing. And I'm sure like you haven't shared this on your Instagram. So nope. like, I'm sure part <laughs> of you is anxious about people's opinions right because of course they're gonna give them definitely and I think that like a lot of times people have looked at like plastic surgery as being something that like only the rich and super famous people get um and so when you look at someone who's kind of like in the middle class and you know what I mean it's kind of like are you actually making responsible decisions and whatnot and I think at the end of the day like if I want to do something I want to do it I don't give a fuck yeah. what anyone thinks. Um, and it's definitely not an impulsive decision. No, no. <laughs> because you've clearly done your research you've yes. done, and you've already paid for it. Like, Yeah, literally. It would be way more irresponsible for you to like finance something like this and to pay 25% interest on it. Yeah, no, I'm not And end that. up paying 40000 in the long run. Yeah, You know, no. I don't think people realize how much interest on something like that really affects how much you actually end up paying in the end exactly um and I don't want it to like go against my credit because I've you know I've been working so hard with that that I feel like if I have the money right now to be able to do that and it doesn't affect my savings and it's not affecting like my my you know monthly stuff here then I might as well just get it done because I mean if you think about it it's almost like I never got the taxes to begin with regardless so yeah I mean I think that that's a perfect use of your tax mm-hmm. money. I do too. Use those child credits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those children, look at what those children <laughs> did to your body. Exactly. It's time for them to, for, you know, for you to reap the rewards. Exactly. And you know what? I think one thing that I'm like super excited about is, you know, I told the doctor about how like, I feel like I have an insanely weak core, like no matter what I do, like, and no matter all the core exercises that I do, like I feel so yes. weak. And I was just gonna say, not to cut you off, but like the, I, my muscle repair was, I think mine were separated maybe an inch and a half, two inches. So it wasn't like crazy. Like Mm -hmm. yours, I'm sure after five kids is like 
very separated. Mm-hmm. But I just recently, just over this last week, started working my core again. And it is wild the difference. Is like, it even really? Just, even just planking, I'm like, this look still sucks. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> still sucks. But I just feel so much more stable. Mm. Like it's it's wild. Like the difference. Um, you're gonna feel so amazing. Obviously, after the first like two months. Yeah. So uh, how do, how do you feel going into like healing? You I know, feel, going into the recovery. So I in feel. Summer. I mean, okay. So I feel like I'm mentally prepared for it. I like I said, I still need to physically get things um but this is something that me and mario have talked about for a while now and we still continue to talk about it because again referencing to to your episode you know i did ask him how he feels about it and all that and ultimately he just wants me to do what's gonna make me happy because he knows that when i'm happy it portrays out to happiness to the kids (laughs) absolutely um so i feel like i'm I I don't know. I just feel like I'm ready for it. And I just, uh, like I said, I just feel like it's something that I need to do to complete this feeling of still not feeling 100% happy with how my body looks and and just how I feel when I work out. Um, I've had quite a few like injuries with my lower back and my hip and I know it's from lack of core strength and I just feel like there isn't anything that I can do to fix that so I'm like so excited I'm so nervous I'm so nervous that this information is being put out there um (laughs) oh my god I'm choking over here but um but yeah I, I don't know I'm just I'm really excited and I'm just, I don't know. I'm really excited to go through it. And it just feels so nice that like I was able to like just pay for it and not have to stress about anything else around that. Um, Now, obviously like going through what I'm going through right now with like my family and um, you know, the struggles between me and Mario, like we're working on these things. Um, It's not like we're sitting here swearing at each other all day long. Like it's not like that at all. Nothing really feels different between us. It's just, I feel like long-term issues are coming up in conversation now and, and that's what we're dealing with. So I did ask myself, you know, with all this going on, should I cancel my surgery? But then, you know, I, I talked to Mario about it and he's like, no, like you already have it scheduled. You're literally a month away from it. Like, you know, this is going to make you feel good. Um, you've already gotten this far into the process. Like you might as well just do it. So, um, and he's in full support of it. Um, he's, Probably, I would say he's a very good caretaker. Um, even when I was sick, I was really sick on over Easter weekend. Um, I ended up in the hospital twice. He was still taking care of me, even though we were fighting. Um, so I'm really excited. Um, he's gonna, my surgery's on a Friday, so he's gonna be off work. Um, he's gonna be taking for at least that week um aside from that week you know my nana she doesn't work and she helps out with the kids every now and then so I do have a plan obviously as time gets a little bit closer I'll get into specifics a little bit more with exactly what's going to happen and when um but I initially wanted to go to my pre-op appointment and know exactly all the details of everything in place um I'm going to sign all the documents and we're going to come up with the surgery plan, I believe, um, that day. So that's, I think that's a good time to go into detail about, you know, what exactly 
my day-to-day what I'm gonna do and you know what I mean all that there was a little period of time where I did question if I should cancel it or not just because of what what's going on right now but I don't think the situation's too too bad to not go through it you know it's not like I think me and Mario are going to be broken up and we're going to live in separate states. It's not that at all. I think that right now we're just going through some things that we're struggling with. And um, you know what I mean? We're just trying to work yeah. the hard part in, in our relationship. So, And you know what? Every relationship goes through ups and downs. And I think that that's so amazing that you guys are still able to just support and love one another. Like, I think that um that's something that I learned like through um issues that Adam and I have had in the past like when we first you know got married it was really hard for us the adjustment mm-hmm. and I I've really learned in my marriage that like even when you're like so fucking mad at your partner mm-hmm. <laughs> even when you're just like you're like going through shit and shit like life is complex you yeah. know and things aren't just good or bad you yeah. know um, there's so much gray area when you're sharing a life with somebody, but like you really do learn that like you can still like love and support that person and like not be toxic, yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. when you're going through shit, you know, like you can still work on things, um, but still be like caring, you know, because obviously regardless of what happens in your relationship, like you guys still care about one another, oh, yeah. you know, so like that's I I feel like that's just so important so I have a question are you going to be documenting like your recovery on your Instagram so like I like to document everything um and I actually talked with the doctor about it um I'm not getting like any type of discount or anything like that for doing it but I do like I like people to have a good idea of what I'm going through in that moment like with everything I don't know why I just feel like it's it's nice because I don't like to have to explain everything to to 12 different messages. You know what I mean? Like, I just like yeah. to put it all out there. And yeah. there you go. Like, if you have questions, you know, whatever. I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I do. <laughs> I do plan on documenting it. Um, I felt like, you know, there was a point in time where, like, I, I asked Mara. I was like, I don't even know if I want to post about having this done. But people are going to fucking see, like, over time. So I might as well, like. Who cares? Um, it is what it is. And I do think that, you know, I, I would like to share it. So I do want to share it. Um, I'm not doing like any type of like crazy videos or I don't, I don't have the time for that, but I am going to be talking <laughs> about it. I do want to share about what I'm going through. Um, like I said, I had a, I had a couple of friends at the gym who had um, like a 360 done and um, male like breast tissue like taken off or you know like I forgot what that's called um and then I have a friend that she lost a ton of weight um I initially signed her up for training at the gym and she's getting it done by him I believe in December um so like I don't know I'm I guess to circle back to your question like yeah I do plan on sharing about it um I think it's nice to I don't know I think it's nice to just kind of like put that information out there and um you know, just kind of show like, yeah, you can be a, a person like me and still do things for yourself. You know totally. what I mean? <laughs> so I think it's so important for people to see that, you know, Definitely. and also I will say like for me, like documenting like my recovery specifically, like it's so nice to go back and look at specifically the first couple of weeks because mm-hmm. those are really tough, you know, yeah. so just seeing that and like seeing that you can like overcome 
you know, something difficult like that and get through it and that it's all just for like the, like the best outcome, you know? Um, I think that that's amazing. Well, I am like beyond excited (laughs) for you. I was not expecting that (laughs) at all. I know I had to end the episode with something exciting, right? Like (laughs) I know. Right. So, so going leading up to your surgery, like, so what are your goals for May? Like Um, leading up to that now? So my goal is, um, obviously like I'm going to continue eating, um, you know, as, as, as well as possible. I do want to look into eating, um, kind of like almost like anti-inflammatory almost in a sense I think you did something like that right yeah so leading up to my surgery I tried to eat super anti-inflammatory so I just ate a lot of like leafy green vegetables and a lot of pineapple (laughs) um, a lot of fruits vegetables I mean just not much different from what I already eat just being really mindful about it I guess so I want to do that um I the last couple months I've kind of just been like drinking water when I feel like it like I haven't actually made any intentions to like sit there and remind myself to drink water so I do think that like that's definitely important um I go for my pre-opt on Wednesday so that's ultimately like I feel like if I had my pre-opt a couple days ago would be ideal to talk about exactly what I'm gonna do um but I do think that that's gonna be something that I well I know that's gonna be something I bring up like what does he want me to do because I know regardless of like you know, watching you go through it, watching like Felicia go through it, watching all these people go through it. Every doctor does things different. And so I want to see, I want to see specifically with what he's doing, what his preferences are on what I do to prepare. So I feel like that's so important. And that's something that gets missed a lot. Like people focus so much on what other people are doing. But if you've done the research and you've like, you've taken the time, you found the doctor that you connect with, that you feel good with, that's local to you and I feel like I can't imagine having something like this done not locally Mm -hmm, (laughs) like I love being able to like go see my doctor if I need to um and like I just feel like it's so important to just listen to your doctor like you said like every doctor does things a little differently they have different methods um like and in, in asking questions about things like if they haven't mentioned yeah you know exactly and so I, think I think that just... that's super important yeah like exactly you, you did you're spending all this money with this specific doctor like listen to what they're telling you to do exactly and if you if you don't <laughs> trust in what they're saying then you should not be having that surgery with that doctor totally and... oh my gosh are you in any facebook groups because um... you'll find <laughs> the craziest shit in those groups You'll find the girls who found a eleven hundred dollar Groupon. Oh yeah, for yeah. a tummy tuck, and yeah. now she's like having a rough time. Yeah, well, I, I'm I'm in. I, I'm pretty sure I'm probably in the same group as you. But I was in this group before. I think it was. I, ended, my- I actually ended up leaving the group. <laughs> every time I would open my Facebook, it was always just like the most toxic shit. I was like, Oh I my god, I can't do it. Yeah, but, but there like- was some helpful stuff in there, and I I did meet and connect with some really cool people. But like, yeah, like eighty this- percent of it is like diet culture and. I don't toxic know toxic shit and, and a lot of fear mongering yes too. yeah oh my god I mean people tend to talk more about a bad situation than they do a good so that's really True. I feel like all you're gonna find True. on there like people don't leave a re- like leave a good review more times than not people are gonna leave a review it's a bad if it's a bad review so like totally <laughs> so like I mean uh, on that page 
most of the time I just hear about like the same, I feel like it's like the same six doctors or whatever, or like a lot of times it's mostly like scare stories of people going overseas, like Mexico or like, I don't know, all these other places. People go to Colombia, people. Yeah. Like, oh my God, save your money and just get it done state. Yeah. Stay, stay local. And I mean, and there's, there was one, I guess some girl died. She got like a BBL tummy tuck boobs done all these things done at once and like that's not safe like you're no you're supposed to like there's a limit to like for instance how much like they can lipo out of you at a time like there's like all these laws I feel like and like people are sometimes just so desperate to look the way they want to look that they'll pay like these cheap amounts of money and then end up in like these crazy dangerous situations and that's where like you hear a lot of those stories on Facebook and, you know, I just know that regardless of what I see, like I trust in what, like what my doctor is doing. Like I, I feel so good about the office. Like I've done my research. And so when I hear stories like that, I just think impulsive decisions, trying to go with the cheapest choices. And you know what I mean? Like those are already like red flags right there. You shouldn't be doing those things. So totally. So as much as I see it, not it doesn't affect me too much um although I would I will say in recovery I'm not going to be looking over there because my paranoid ass like hypochondriac ass will be like what the (laughs) fuck I feel something squishy I'm gonna die I have a blood clot like you know (laughs) that's why I had to like leave it just because like I'm I'm kind of past like the the obviously the beginning part of recovery which is like the hardest part yeah um but yeah I would go on there and it would just be like I mean, the, the issue that I've been dealing with is a seroma. It's a very small one. I'm at the point where my body is like my body can absorb and process the fluid that my body is like producing. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I trust my doctor a lot. You know, he had me on, on antibiotics when he felt like I needed to be on them. And now he feels like I'm good. My bot, like it'll go away on its own. My body is doing what it needs to do. Uh, but then I go in there and I ask about, I just wanted to ask like, you know, if anybody was in a similar situation and just how long it took their body for it to go away. And I even <laughs> said like in the caption, I was like, please no infection, like Fear shit like I don't I don't want to hear about that and literally all the comments I got were like you're gonna get an infection you're gonna get an infection you're gonna die you're gonna get MRSA you're gonna and I'm like if you look online right just like even on WebMD about Seroma's post cosmetic surgery it is the most common mm-hmm. issue that people have and nine out of ten times it is it's nothing to be worried about yeah your body will recover. It's just part of your recovery. And it's just like, but no, not in the Facebook group. Nope. Nope. They'll they... tell you that you're going to start oozing fluid out of your eyes. My and God. That you're going to get an infection <laughs> and die. <laughs> Literally. And those are, but those are probably the people that like make the impulsive decision to get the surgery and think it's like a one and done situation. Like you just have the surgery and that's it. And then they don't want to go back to the doctor. And then those situations happen. Like it's like yeah. the, it's, the recovery. I mean, he told me that he's going to be seeing me every week for at least six weeks after post-op. So it's like a yep. process. And I think sometimes people go into it thinking it's a one and done thing. Like you fucking come out new woman and that's it. Like you're, you're all done. Like it's a, it's a healing. Pro- I mean, it's a major surgery. Yeah. I mean, it takes your body a year, if not more to fully recover. Yeah. 
exactly and that's what they were telling me too they were like you know you might have some swell you might have like you'll still be dealing with swelling six months post-op but after about a year you'll start to see feel see see your results um ultimately so i'm really excited i'm so nervous like i i'm like shaking a little bit talking about it because i just didn't think that it would happen like this but I just, I don't know. I feel like the time's right. And if my intuition told me that I shouldn't be doing it, I wouldn't be doing it. So, yeah, no, I'm so excited for you. You <laughs> so deserve this and it is going to change your life. Like, I'm so really excited. Is. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if I should like post up um, like my announcement post, like the day that this airs or my pre-op day. But when they took the pictures, I'll have to send it to you um, when we get off here. But I took... Um, like I was able to get the pictures that they took on, um, on line. Like, you know how they had it at your doctor where they yeah. picked it up for you. So yeah. I was able to get them and I have like a picture of me from when I was at my highest weight to, um, when I was in the office and it's crazy to see like how much my stomach has shrunk and it's kind of like shriveled almost at this point, um, where you can actually see my body shape. And so I think I might post that up as like my announcement post, but I'm so excited to be able to see like before and afters of what it's actually. Yes. Done. You are going to be so tiny. You're going to have oh the tiniest God. little waist. Oh my God. So Not that you don't look good now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I know this, like, if you know the struggle of having loose skin, like in your stomach area, there's nothing that you can do. No. You can get as lean as you want. That shit is not going anywhere. Exactly. And it's, and it's not only like a mind fuck, but physically as well. Like you said, talking about the core strength issues. Um, you know, I don't know if you deal with like rashes and things like that and just dealing with like having that skin in your lap all the time. Yes. Like, like going down the stairs and it slaps your fucking hoo-ha. Yeah. Yeah. That's like fun. it's uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, oh. And just wait until you get the punani <laughs> lift. I already knew you were going to say that shit. My favorite part. <laughs> I told Mario, oh my God, this is TMI, but I don't give a shit. I like lifted it and I was like, Mario, you think it's going to look like this? <laughs> it's going to girl it's crazy it's so cool oh my god i'm, so I'm excited, excited. i'll have to keep you updated yes. on that part <laughs> yes absolutely oh man Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave us a review. We greatly appreciate that. And we'll see you bitches next Monday. Bye.